Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. DNVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR bar. And y'all already know the A stands for Avalanche. Oh, what a sweet, sweet victory last night. Ryan on the doorstep. Of another championship in town. God, that feels good to say. Just got to finish it off. Just finish the job. Um, But that sure feels like a soul stealer. It does. Ryan, the Avs have lost three games this postseason. Yep. In order to not win the cup, they have to lose three in the next three games. Touching wood, but those are just the facts. Those are just the facts. Man, what an insane finish last night. Like, uh, that one is... I, what I love about it is it's so distinct that, you know, it's already going to be something you remember forever. Yeah. But everyone everywhere will remember that, I would say, five seconds yep. between when the puck gets past Vasilevsky, everyone's flinches, and then nothing happens. And yep. you're just sitting there thinking, where is it? Yep. And <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, like, Vasilevsky doesn't know where it is either. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's kind of looking around. Yep. And. I still didn't think like I just assumed it got caught in his jersey yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously it's a lot of thoughts to have in five seconds, but no, it's I, all happening. I mean, you you see the puck go past, and uh, you your instant reaction is goal, but then you don't see anyone else celebrating like it's goal, and, and yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a walk off, so everyone would be going crazy. And then you're right. The next thing I noticed was Vasilevsky kind of looking Fidgeting. for where it was but then I thought okay yeah it's it's in his armpit or something yes, like that yes exactly and like I don't think I don't I never saw the puck go past him so like I didn't think mm. goal like if you saw the video uh that Allie had a, the phone set up right in front of us just like of our faces like you see me kind of flinch mm. but I didn't like celebrate right I, was just, right. I just was ready like yeah. if it did go in because well, it was a great great look right exactly and like Vassy was, you know, crazy in overtime. Got lucky yeah. twice, obviously. Yep. Some would say hitting the post isn't lucky, but I would say it is. Uh, you get beat and then it misses by an inch. It's very um, helpful, uh, to say the least. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My thing is, like, the puck got past you. Yeah, you got beat. Yes, exactly. And then you got saved by the post. But he was still, you know, he made a couple great saves. Yep. And, you know, you expect greatness from him yep so as soon as i don't see him celebrate yep. i'm right, like right, this right, mother right. yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah. um and then next thing you know they're celebrating yep and like i love all of the just side angles like the best oh, one though man. is the one from right on the ice um i, I believe it was a, a girl who worked for sportsnet who has the shot 
and Kadri like puts his stick on his knees. He's like <laughs> mad. He leans over, and then he even is turning away from the bench as they're all right, right, pouring right. off yep, the bench yep, to go. Yep. And so like they like intercept him, and he's just like, "What?" <laughs> it's just so great. Like that's what that's what'll be the most memorable yep. part of that. Um, some would maybe say that it'll be remembered for potentially being too many men on the ice, but not me. Uh, I will remember it no for uh, for that, and I'll remember Bo Byram being the one just beelining down yeah. the ice, pointing <laughs> to the top of the net. I think he was the only one on the Avs who knew, and I think when he went by the bench, that's when they caught on to it. Right. Um, because even there's actually another angle of the bench where you see them all jump for a second, right, and then they freeze. Yep. And and just just like your reaction, just like I think everyone's reaction. But they were like celebrating, right? Like they jumped out of their seats to celebrate. But what's funny is then they just went completely flat and then just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think they see Bo just screaming mm. down the ice, pointing at the top of the net, and that's when they all yeah. jump over. And it's just you never get these moments in sports anymore because of technology. So true. Be- because of lasers and and, and things having camera so many angles. different camera angles, and and that's why you know it was only a few seconds. But it felt so old school being that way. And then even after you're seeing them celebrating, there's still doubt in your heart, you yeah. know, because you're always waiting for your heart to get ripped of out course. as a sports fan. Of course. And so then it goes to the ultra slow-mo replay <laughs> where you see the puck sneak under his arm. And like, even then you're still like, yeah. where does it go? Where does it go? And then just right there on the very, and, very top shelf. And did it hook around because it hit the back and then kind of popped up? I think there's like a little like flap. Yeah. under there and it just went incredible right into it. absolutely incredible and just i mean one one for the ages ryan yeah. an awesome awesome game and now the abs can take care of business at home at home on some real ice yes you know i love how like tampa's defense is like it's really hot in tampa bay I'm like, it was 90 degrees for game two. You didn't see us complaining about it. You can have as much AC and and, and cold ice as you want wherever you are when you're dealing with that much money. Yep, absolutely. And and, and Ryan, uh, one more thing. Oh, what was it about this game? What was the thing that I was going to say about this? Oh, oh, the too many men on the ice. Give me a break. Except I want them to continue to harp on that. I want Mm. Tampa Bay to put all their focus on it because, Ryan, the series is 3-1, but two overtime games. Now, the Avs did dominate in both overtimes and and close the the first one out uh, within, what, a a minute 15 or something like that. Uh, Obviously, a close game last night, but the Avs, again, dominated in overtime. But, I mean, still two overtime games. This has been a closer series than the 3-1 score would indicate. So, I want the Lightning to have their mind focused on something else. Keep complaining about that keep focusing on that john cooper and uh, the abs will focus on bringing home a championship tomorrow it's one of the softest things i've ever seen is just complaints about that because you know i i guess i get it from people who who don't watch a lot of hockey to be like that should be called why wouldn't it be called first of all it just never gets called and it happens all the time it's it's first uh, for, for football fans i would compare it to holding if you're if that's Great. You know, if Tom Brady throws a walk-off touchdown pass in the AFC Championship game and you are legitimately posting screenshots about how the right guard was holding, right, 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 right. you're out of your gourd. Like, yep. that that could be called on every single play, on you know, and it could be called on every single change. Yep. The only way they're going to call is, like, it hits someone's skate, go, try, you know, going down or 
um, you th someone that's trying to make a play on the puck runs into the extra guy. Right. Or it's super egregious where it's for 10 seconds or something. And you want to talk about super egregious, how about Kadri getting tripped yeah. full-on stick to the bl to the blade of his skate, you know, just minutes before they don't yeah. call that. They weren't going to call anything. And honestly, like, it's easy to say when you win the game. I don't hate them just deciding we're sure. not blowing the whistle. And they almost do it in every playoff overtime. Of every sport. We And we talk about it every game. The only way you're getting a power play in overtime is if someone throws the puck over the ice. Because right. it's it's not subjective. Yep. It's 100%. That's a penalty. And the refs can't do anything to stop it. And we saw the Lightning do that in game one. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, um, what a game. What a memory. Uh, do the bar or are we oh, heck yeah. Oh, do the bar. Do the bar. This is this is the best. Okay, we got the bar reaction coming up right now from last night. Uh oh. Oh, it sounds the best part. People are going crazy. Loud noises. Loud noises. I mean, you, you, you see it. You see the little, uh, everyone's hands go up for a second, come down for a split second, and then start going crazy again. You can see me, though, even protecting my heart because I'm celebrating, but, like, every few seconds right, I stop, and I'm right, like, right, hold right, on, right. what's going on here? <laughs> right, right. Like, I need, I need more clarity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lindsay's the same as me. What is happening? What is happening? <laughs> And everyone's almost a little muted for a little bit. Yes, in, like, in terms of their face, like they, they want to be fist pumping and stuff. Yeah, there's Ali's reaction after the shot didn't go in. So we thought. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, camera down. Yes, camera down. <laughs> I love it. And... I absolutely love it. And I mean, just a fantastic, memorable celebration, memorable game. And then also, Ryan, there was a component of it that we haven't even talked about. You've mentioned his name a few times. Nazem Kadri with he has been uh, a fantastic storyline this whole season he's been a great storyline this playoffs with what happened earlier and then a fantastic story yesterday suffers a, a, a broken was thumb. it thumb exactly yeah broken thumb just like Russ uh, and uh, does it seems like he's done for the playoffs that was the initial report Kadri's uh, done for the playoffs then a couple of days ago, starts getting on the ice, then mm -hmm. more and more ice and more and more ice. And then it really looked like he was for sure going to play last night. He plays for the first time last night, and he is the one that gets the goal for the Avs to win. You couldn't have wrote a better story for Kadri this postseason. Yeah, I tweeted out that Cagliano was going to get it, and then instantly after I pressed send, I was like, I should have said Kadri. Mm. But can't delete it because every single overtime that I've guessed a player, I've been wrong. But the abs have won. Ah, so I was like, I that's don't need why to change it continues. Anything. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, I did too. I actually didn't think I, about are that. Are we just realizing that? That's the best. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize it till I woke up this morning. I didn't look at my DraftKings account. Because I, I bet on them before the game okay. and then doubled down mm. when they were losing. But that's how you know it was an epic win. Yeah. Did yeah. not even yeah. look yeah. at the slip until this morning. What uh, did you get him at? Plus? Like plus 200. At what point in the game? Third? No, Don't in, the, remember? Second, That's in okay. the second period. I think it was actually f maybe even first intermission. Okay. I don't know. All right. Yeah. yeah. 
appreciate you guys letting us uh, talk about the abs for 10 minutes. To absolutely, start here. absolutely. Um, but it, it does tie in with Kadri. And it does tie in with our topic today, which is we'll, we'll, we want to make some comps. Um, you know, obviously the abs, a championship caliber team. That's what the Broncos want to be. So let's start with Nazem Kadri, who obviously is the hero last night. And to me, when the Avs made this acquisition just a few years ago, I was like, this is exactly what this team needs in, in football. I actually haven't heard this used that much in hockey, but in football, we use this word all the time. He's a dog yeah, straight up. Yep. He is a dog. And a lot of times that rubs people the wrong way. And I think even Kadri himself would admit he's lost his cool a couple times. It's cost him really big, but in the end, he's the classic. You love him when he's on your team. You hate him when he's off your team. And so if I was thinking of a comp, I would immediately go to someone who's no longer a Bronco. But on the Broncos' last championship team, it's so obvious, so clear. It's a keep to leave. Yeah. It's 100% yeah, yeah. a keep to leave. And, you know, it's one of those guys who's going to do some things that get under the skin of your, your opponents. He's going to do some things that go right up to the line or cross the line at times. He's going to yank some chains, gonna steal yank some, some jewelry. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and what's interesting about uh, Kadri is he hasn't necessarily done that this playoffs. And I think he's just so dialed in on making sure he's on the ice. And it, that's why it was so sad when he got hurt. Yeah. Um, but what's cool about it is he's so talented that he's still so effective when he's out there. So I would, I, I really think there's only one player who is close. And I think it's actually an issue I have with the Broncos right. is they don't have enough guys like this or enough candidates to be a, 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 the potential cadre of the Broncos. But the guy who is there is Kareem Jackson. Mm, I like that. I'm going to take this a little different route here because I like talking about the dog part, but I'm going to focus a little bit on last night too and the circumstances that, that surrounded last night. Uh, injury. So you got to be talking about a guy that, isn't necessarily always on the field. Uh, and then also a guy that can end a game with one play. And so that could happen on offense, right? You can get a, a game-winning touchdown. I'm definitely not going Brandon McManus, although you could get a game-winning field goal. That, to me, isn't like the quintessential ending a game on one play. Ending a game on one play, I think, is sacks. Yeah, and and I, I, I think of, you know, the, the other teams driving – you have a, a four-point lead, and they need a touchdown. They're going in. No time left. It's fourth and seven from the 17. They're only 17 yards away from scoring a touchdown. And Bradley Chubb comes back from injury. He's been out one very talented, just like Kadri. Uh, and then he makes that game-changing ending play. And I can even fit your narrative in with Bradley Chubb a little bit, Ryan. I can fit a little dog in there, too, because we haven't seen it on the field necessarily, but we've seen it on the practice field. And Bradley Chubb right now, Kareem Jackson's the big talker. Bradley Chubb is the guy that's getting under people's skin year in and year out at training camp, specifically Garrett Bowles' skin, but also he's chirping it up with the offensive linemen and not afraid to get in some pushing, shoving fight matches with guys. And I think they need that from Bradley Chubb. Mm -hmm. Just like you were talking about the issue 
It's only Kareem Jackson, and I agree with you. It's only Kareem Jackson. He's the only dog on the defense that we've seen show up in games. I think they need a little bit about that from Bradley Chubb, but they need it in the right way, Ryan. They need it in the way of getting under the skin just enough, but not getting in a fight with the left tackle and getting ejected. How about this for your calm? Nazem Kadri, number seven overall pick in the first round. Oh. Bradley Chubb, number five, of course. I love it. Um, how about this one, though? I, you know, you mentioned being on and off and being really effective when they're on. How about Randy Gregory? Mm. Especially because suspension is one of the reasons Kadri's missed games before. Yeah. And, of course, that's been an issue for, for Randy Gregory. Different reasons for missing time. Obviously, a little bit of injury, too. Um, but... I kind of think uh, I, I, I got to see him in action, but I feel, feel like Randy Gregory is a candidate to bring that level of intensity and, you know, dog mentality to the defense as well. I completely agree. I love that. Now, if I'm going to the offensive side, although, again, I don't think it fits just as just as well. And just to add on to Gregory, I, w- I would say Kadri, when the Avs acquired him, was about the level of fanfare as Randy Gregory. Like, it's not like, oh, you just acquired a bona fide superstar. Right. It's like, whoa, you acquired this really talented guy who has uh, issues here and there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's not meant to be – like, Kadri is not meant to be one of the Avs superstars. Right. But right. he's right, right below that. Yep, yep. And that's exactly what Randy Gregory is, Ryan. If the Broncos brought him in as a bona fide superstar, as a pass rusher, he would have been $25 this year? Probably, at least yeah. at least twenty million dollars. Broncos are getting him for fourteen million, which is crazy to say. If he turns out to that guy, they're getting him for a steal at fourteen million. If Bradley Chubb comes out and has a great year, he could be looking at twenty five million dollars a year. So that puts in comparison where that fourteen million stands. So this isn't my first choice, but if we're going to the offensive side, how about Cortland Sutton? Very talented player, has had issues staying on the field, specifically just injury mm-hmm. reasons. I think he can bring a little bit of dog. To that, to, to the field as well, yeah. and man, if he's if someone's gonna make a, a game changing touchdown or something, it's pretty easy to point and say it'd be Cortland Sutton. Yeah, yeah, and I love these things. There was a comment earlier from Casey who said, "I'll remember last night as the day that Nazem Kadri became a Colorado legend." Ah, uh, and and I completely giving agree. me chills right now. But that's that. Like, there's so many great aspects to a championship run. One of the great ones is the tweets you and I have been getting from people saying, man, you guys got me into the abs. Um, and now I'm having like the most fun I've had in years watching sports, which is like, that gives me chills. Um, and, and speaking of that, Ryan, really quick, a shout out to our guy, Antonio R. He tweeted at, at us yeah. last night. Yeah. I love that stuff. Um, I, you know, that my favorite thing in sports is hugging strangers, <laughs> um, moments that make you hug strangers. That is what I live for. Um, and the, the other thing is the moments that create legends, you know, like Kadri, it's, it's a cliche phrase, but he'll, he'll never have to buy a beer in Denver ever again. You know what I mean? Especially Um, here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Come through. Um, but that's, that's what I love about these things is it could be anyone at any time. And like, when you think about a Broncos Super Bowl run, it's like, who's going to be that guy who makes the play that makes them go down in history. And this is like a- Bradley Roby 
is the one who intercepts the the two-point conversion in the AFC Championship game. That's like the one-for-one comp here. It it is, and I was going to say, this other one isn't exactly perfect. Von Miller was going to be a legend here no matter what, but Ryan, and this is something I've never done before, take away Super Bowl 50, take away the playoff run that Von Miller had. There's no doubt that Von Miller's the best pass rusher the Denver Broncos have ever had. Uh, He's a ring of famer for sure. He's still a Hall of Famer. Legend? I mean, when we talk about Vaughn, we're, we're, he's in the conversation, if not in uh, the Mount Rushmore of Denver Broncos. Without Super Bowl 50, I don't think he's there. Nope. I, I think he's maybe in the conversation, but, but he's not one of those final four. And it would just be so easy to say, yeah, but he didn't get one. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's, to me, I, you know, ring culture, I think is what people call it <laughs> in the NBA world, which is just like rings are everything. And there are a lot of people who want to make the case that they aren't. Right. And I just, they are like, I, I totally understand how it's, it's frustrating where, you know, you're comparing, uh, Peyton Manning and Dan Marino. And it's just like, eh, Marino doesn't have one at conversation over like that. should be, you're definitely leaving out some nuance there, but in the end, that's the only reason you play. Yep. 100%. And and that's why Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, they're in conversations about, you know, are they top 10? No one's really putting them in the conversation of top five because they only have a single one. Yep. Only a single one. That's why it was so huge that Peyton got the second one. And it doesn't matter that it was led by Von Miller, the no-fly zone, Aqib Tlaib, Chris Harris, Demarcus Ware. He's got two rings. Yes. Yeah, and that's where like the nuance gets left out, and yep. it just doesn't, doesn't really matter. No, nope. especially if he's on your team. If he's yeah. your guy, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But like, yeah, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers on his very last season takes a huge step back, and somehow they're they have an incredible defense that wins it, like we'll be do, we'll be saying I would give him the credit. I would not. I know. No, I know. Would. I know. Yeah. No, for <laughs> argument's sake, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, it's a. Uh, Rings are everything, especially when it comes to legacy. Yep, uh, 100%. I don't know how we got there, but I, I love that conversation. I do too. Um, and Ryan, let, let's actually do some more comps because we, we've talked about Kale uh, and who the comp is. I want to dive into that a little bit too. But unfortunately, Kadri won't be able to come by the bar tomorrow night because he's got a Stanley Cup to win. But everyone else, you got to come through. If you're not one of the guys on the Avalanche, you got to be here. Guys, gals, everyone. Come by Friday night. Ryan, no one wanted the Avs to lose game three in Tampa Bay, but come on, at home on a weekend with that loss in game three, it sets up Friday night. Could be amazing. Could be an unbelievable weekend for the Avs. And get your weekend started here at the DNVR bar. It is going to be lit. I mean, if those videos don't get you pumped, I don't know what's going to about seeing the bar last night. It's probably going to be even 10 times crazier tomorrow night, and I don't even know how you can get crazier than that, but it's going to be the uh, the bar always comes through. So come by, check us out, and then also catch the best coverage of all Colorado sports over at thednvr.com. Get yourself an awesome Avs t-shirt. Uh, Carry Me Home shirt is the hot one right now, so check us out over there at thednvr.com. And come by the bar tonight, tomorrow. Absolutely.
Um, I actually didn't get the rundown. You didn't get the rundown? Well, I'll tell you about <laughs> our friends over at Sexy Pizza. We're Ryan. There's still a few days to get in on the great deal that they've got. DNVR 15 over, or DNVR Avs over at Sexy Pizza will get you 15% off their pizza. It's perfect. If you're not able to make it here for the bar, that's your dinner on Friday night. If you're able to make it to the bar, that's your dinner on Saturday. That's your dinner tonight. We've got your dinner covered. Sexy Pizza, use the code DNVR Avs to get 15% off the most delicious pizza in town. Zach, uh, I don't even need the rundown. Um, I always tell people that work here, you shouldn't need uh, to look at anything to do an ad read. So give me who it is and I'll give the read. Where can you watch Colorado sports if you don't have cable? Ah, uh, yes. Our good friends at Evaca TV solving. Uh, a multi-year problem yep. of people in Denver not being able to watch the Nuggets and Avs. Thankfully, the Avs have gone on this run. You know, they've now played 18. No, sorry. I think maybe 19 or 20 games. 20. 20 games. Okay, 20. 20. 17 and 3. No, right. no, 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 no. 18. 15 and 3. 15 and yes, 3, yes, yes. yes. If they get 17 wins in this playoff run, something has gone very weird. It would be historic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... So, uh, 18 games have been on national television. Thankfully, yes. people have been able to hop on the bandwagon and ride. But Ivaca TV uh, bringing you an option for next season. Yep. Because Lord knows that these billionaires aren't going to back down to each other. They're just going to keep measuring their you-know-whats uh, and, you know, for the next whoever knows how long. But now you're an Avs fan. Now you need a place to watch them. Ivaca TV is the place to do it. So go to avaca.tv slash DNVR. You'll get $10 off your first three months. And that's actually a lot because with $25 a month to get the service, $5 a month to get the receiver, you'll get $10 off for your first three months. That is uh, about 33% off your first three months. It's a great deal, Good and math. it's a great way to watch your abs and nuggets. It's a fantastic way. Clip that and send it to every employee. <laughs> there we go. Just a beautiful ad read, Ryan. <laughs> Speaking of beautiful Caleb McCarr's game. We talked about this earlier, but Ryan, after this playoffs, because what's it been, two weeks since we've had this conversation, Caleb McCarr has become the Avs' best player by far and away. Now, I can't say he's Russell Wilson because it's just, it's different. That's why I'm going Pat Sertan. Caleb mm. McCarr is Pat Sertan, young, an absolute superstar. And Ryan, I don't think it's crazy. Uh, that you could be saying that Pat Sertan by the end of this year is the best player on this team, including Russell Wilson. Now, positional value changes and stuff, but it's not like Kale plays the most valuable position on the ice. So I, I think it's a perfect one for one. How old is Pat Sertan? Uh, he is uh, tw- he's younger 22. than Kale. Uh, I think 23. 23 is Kale's age. I th- he's not 25? No, he's 20. He's 22. Yeah. Okay. So they're about the same age. How crazy is that? Um, 22 and 23. Kale just won defensive player of the year in hockey, the Norris trophy. Shout out Kale. Um, Congratulations to him. Congratulations to everyone here at DNVR who cashed in on that. I know Mm -hmm. I actually was late uh, to the party on that. So I never got it. Um, But Andre blaze. I think a few other people had big things. Andre had a Jokic MVP Kale McCarr parlay. Uh, Do you know the odds on that? He said it was a white whale. So, well, maybe he didn't say that. I can't remember. <laughs> white whale for us is plus 10,000. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Jokic MVP, Kale McCartan, Norris, Parlay. Man. And I think he even might have had like Milan, his team, to win the Italian League, and that happened too. Oh my too. goodness. Wow. That may be a white whale then. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, so, but uh, what was I saying there? Uh, yeah. So, Kale, Pat, uh, Young. Yeah. Pat Sertan would have to win uh. Defensive Player of the Year this year um, to be at Kale's level, which is possible. I just don't think he's going to get thrown at enough. Um, Henry thinks he is going to get thrown at, which gets me fired up. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to follow that. But check this out for Kale McCarr. He won the college hockey Heisman. Yep. He is already an all-star. He won the Norris Trophy for best defenseman in the NHL. Um, trying to think if there's one. Oh, he won the Calder Trophy, which is Rookie of the Year. Yep. And now... One win away, he is minus 600 odds Ooh. to win the Conn Smythe Trophy yep. for MVP of the playoffs. He is 23 years old. Absolutely insane. And he's still trying to grow facial hair. And, hey, that's no shot. I can't grow it either. I'm still trying to do it at 30 years old. It just shows you how much he can still improve. And, Ryan, that's why when you hear national people talk about Kale. Some of them are saying he could be like the greatest defenseman ever. Yep. And 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 it's not crazy to say because you look at all of that. And and I think we've all seen his greatness here in Denver. That's why I think it's important to look at the national scale. This isn't just people in Denver saying it. Unbelievable. And and Kale, I think you're you're more right. I think Pat Sertan has the best chance to be Kale, mostly because of the youth. Um, I still think in terms of the way they move, I would go with Justin. It's that smooth speed um but pat sertan in terms of the arc to potentially be one of the best players ever at the position i think it would have to involve a meteoric rise from pat sertan to get in the conversation as kale but he has the most potential to do that he does and i think he can do that okay so then brian if if it's if it's kale or let's just say it's pat right now who's justin because this is, I have a hard time figuring out who McKinnon is uh, on this team. And uh, I want to include Russ in these. And it's not easy to do with the Avs. Because yeah. I would say Russ is the goalie. But with the Avs, it doesn't really work out in that way. I think, it, especially if we're giving Kale to PS2, you have to give McKinnon to Russ. <sighs> okay. Okay, just an absolute superstar. And I think they have a similar, like, bulldog-like mentality. Um, that's the way I would compare those two, is it's like winning is everything. Um, and on top of that, they both have something that's pretty much the best in the league. Well, When you look at McKinnon, and it's very helpful too. McKinnon, just an absolute firecracker. The best skater on the ice can blow by, and we, we've seen it happen, yep. uh, and, and turn into goals. And uh, with Russ the deep ball yep. no one throws it like him yep. and they're both game changing absolutely so i think that's where you have to go there for justin if we're giving <sighs> ps2 uh, to kale i don't think you're gonna like this or people are gonna like this but i actually think it's true and i think he's maybe the most underrated player on the avs it's devon taves okay um and that i like the going the underrated route right and it's like taves is so sound Everything he does is right, except for the last couple of games he's made two big mistakes. But in a normal game, he doesn't make a mistake. He just gets the puck, makes the right play, moves it up the ice. 
you know, he's, he's liable to, you know, score once in a while, uh, make some big plays on the second power play unit. And I think that's Justin, like Devontae is an elite defender in the NHL. Justin Simmons is an elite defender in the NFL, but he doesn't necessarily make as many wow, oh my God plays. Yeah. Um, he just makes the right play over and over and over and over. Unbelievably solid. You can count on him all the time. Uh, I, I I love that one. Okay, now we got to get... I, I do think uh, Andrew has an interesting point here. It's just tough with the offense-defense thing, but he says Landy for mm, Justin. Okay, I like that a lot. I like it too. I like that a lot. But Landy could also be Russ. He could be. He could be. And I I do like going Russ for, for McKinnon. I'm just hung up on the goalie position with, with it being the most important. Now, if it was Vasilevsky back in net, that would be Russ. Because a so guy that can carry the team, that's the most important position. Yeah. And if his team totally lets him down, well, Russ isn't going to be able to carry him if they totally let him down. Just like what happened in game two, 7-0. That, that could happen with Russ. But for the most part, he's got you in every game. Kemper outdueled Vasilevsky he last did. night. He, he absolutely and that, and took issue with me saying that, and I just don't understand it. They had more shots. He yeah. had more saves. Yeah. Less yeah. goals given up. They had more scoring chances and less goal. Like Vasilevsky obviously does the flashy, you know, flash the leather, that type of stuff. Um, I think one for one, straight up, Kemper outplayed him last night. I, I completely. I didn't know that he there gave was up even one soft goal, which is frustrating. And he assisted the <laughs> game-winning goal. I didn't even know that that was debatable that that he outdueled i'm really surprised there's pushback unless you have a lot of tampa bay fans in your mentions i think like the pushback i think would be like it's not all just about saves it's about the type of saves but based on based on the stats not just saves tampa had more scoring chances and less goals right yeah so i completely agree with you but also Ryan, there's going to be times where Russell Wilson is a better quarterback and the Broncos are playing a team and the other quarterback outduels them. Who's a better quarterback, Russell Wilson or Derek Carr? Russ. In the next five years, do you think Derek Carr is going to outplay Russell Wilson in at least one game? For sure. But who would you rather have? Russ, every time. Exactly. And probably tomorrow night in the rest of the series, who would you rather have? The Avalanche. Not an answer. Don't <laughs> worry. I'm not going to press you to say it, but you get you get my point there. So I'll go with you. Russ is McKinnon, the goalie position. Got to think about some controversy. Got to think about some guys going in and out. Again, the positional value is not going to play here. How about running back? Javante and Melvin, especially in clutch times. Okay, you got to decide who's going to be taking this uh, this handoff on third and two when you have to have a first down, but you can't have a fumble. Yeah, I I like this. Um, For Darcy, the way I would frame it is very capable of greatness, but doesn't always doesn't always give you that. Um, And I think for Melvin, that's a like that's a fair area. It's like you're not expecting Melvin to be the best running back in the the NFL, right? But he's very capable of having a great, great game. We know that he's been up in the upper echelon before. He's been in the league a, a little bit longer than, you know, um, he's been in the league a while. Mm-hmm. But is he even, is Melvin even a starter? Like, does he deserve to be one of the six avalanche players on the, or I guess it's not only six, but the the main guys that we're going to talk about. That's why when you described, Ryan, when you described, what'd you say, great, capable of greatness? 
but not always delivering. I think of Javante uh, on the flip side. I think of a guy that can be absolutely unstoppable. That's greatness right there, what Javante has already shown. What we've also seen from Javante is you'll get the 12 that breaks three tackles, you'll get the 20, and then you'll get one, one, one. And uh, if we're talking about, you know, one of six guys we're talking about, Javante's in, in that conversation. Sorry, I was reading the comment. I didn't, I didn't understand it. <laughs> Why is Jose so mad at me for saying that Darcy outdueled? I, I think he's agreeing with you. He, he's saying Jake Plummer has outdueled Tom Brady a couple of times. Deal with it. It happens. Not always the best he's player. He's calling me. No, dude no, 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 and no, no, me to no, deal no, with no, it. no. You're not dude. You're RK to uh, Jose. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we love you, Jose. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought, um, I thought maybe it's just like the combination of the running backs. That two-headed monster is the goalie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. I like it. All right. Who else do we need comps for here? We so we end. Are we still sticking with uh, Landy as Taves, or are we giving him? Or sorry, um, Justin as Taves, or are we giving him Landy? Man, I think I think we're giving him Landy, the captain, the leader, and it's not because he's necessarily the absolute best. It's because of his personality and who he is. Okay, then I think we need a Taves. The first what are we that, looking for? Describe it just like you did with the goaltender. Well, I, I was saying, you know, it's the most sound player on the field. Mm. Just never, Gosh. never screws up. Um, always in the right place at the right time. I was, <laughs> uh, I was actually kind of thinking Josie, that's exactly but Taves isn't say. limited in any way. Yeah, and that's exactly. the one thing that I don't love about that. Offensive side of the ball then. And obviously mm. it's, it's different, but. Tim Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Does everything right. Yep. Everything you ask him, he comes through. Yep. And, I mean. I like that. The Broncos invested even less in, in Tim Patrick, but the, the Avs traded a second-round pick to get Devon Taves, which was just an absolute robbery by yep. Joe Sackick. Has he made all the right moves? Yep. And, and oh, God, he maybe the most underrated person in all of this. And he obviously gets a lot of credit, but it's, it's sort of like how, and I think I've used this comp before. It's kind of like how we talk about with Kansas city. It's just like, well, you just bring in a guy and you just say like, be fast. And then they just go be fast. And that's what Joe has done. Like he's built this team almost from, from scratch. There's a, you know, I think the two holdovers that he didn't add to this team are Landy and Eric Johnson. Um, So he's built everything, but he put in such a good system that all he has to do is just be like, oh, Cogliano, like, yeah, he can, he's, he can skate. Um, he, we're only going to ask him to like be fast and be aggressive. Right. And then you just bring him in. They look great, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, but he, Joe Sackick has pressed all the right buttons. He's clearly the best GM in town. Uh, and George Payton off to a great start as well. You know, George Payton is basically back where Joe was when he drafted Nathan McKinnon. Right. Exactly. 100%. But Ryan, there's a very easy comp for Mr. Sackick. That's looking at Mr. John Elway. Now they've done it differently. Payton did it the free agent, or I'm sorry, John did it the free agent route. Who knows what happens if he doesn't get Payton, but he got Payton. And now I think the Avs are in much better position moving forward after a championship uh, than the Broncos were. Because they're not going to lose their most important player. I- exactly, exactly. But, I mean, up until this point in terms of in terms of Sackett getting his first championship, it's John Elway. And how freaking cool is it 
that this town has two of the be- the best players Mount in their guys. sport. Yeah, and, and they're the, the best player in their sport become the general manager and win a Super Bowl as a general. I mean, th- this is like pinch me stuff. Th- th- this is storybook. Obviously, the Avs won away from, yes, from yes, Joe yes, Sackick yes. joining that group. Um, but it's it's really cool because it almost never works for other places. Like the old bring in a legend thing, yep. it fails so often and it actually sucks a lot because you end up having a bad taste in your mouth. And I think some Broncos fans even have a bad taste in their mouth about John Elway, even though he got a championship. Right. Um, but like even just look at Patrick Waugh coming to be the Avs coach. Like, it's almost like he's fallen out of favor in a lot of conversations just because the last thing that we remember is him quitting being coach of the Avalanche, like straight up quitting. Right. Um, And so that's like a weird thing. A lot of times you end up regretting doing the get the band back together, bring back in the legend. And I think we're very fortunate that John, much as people want to criticize him, was incredibly successful as general manager. And Joe Sackick, from a winning percentage standpoint, is even more successful. Yep. Um, well, I don't know. Mate. John had an insane run of winning percentage, but then had a, a bad fault. run on yeah. the back. Yeah. If he would have, if he would have retired right after that first, oh baby, maybe that's something Joe needs to uh, take from John. Retire right after this one. Now, again, not necessarily because because he's going to. In fact, I'm looking at a uh, Joe Sackick. Uh, signed jersey here in the bar, which is so, so cool. Uh, and also a Forsberg jersey right next to it, too cool. Um, but it, I guess he shouldn't take that advice because he's trending in the right direction. The team's trending in the right direction. Oh, this is cool from Joshua who says, uh, I love comparing football players to hockey players and their value to us new fans. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's I, nice I, I, I love it. Thank you, Joshua. And also we had uh, Matthew Johansson in the comment section helping us out. He's saying hit us with the like button. We'd really appreciate that. Also subscribe, turn on alerts so you know when we're going live. We love these on, uh, off-season pods, and we love you guys joining us. And Jose did say that, yes, he wasn't mad at me. So I'm, gl- I'm glad you're not mad at me. Of course. You're not, you're not dude in this community. Well, I was just confused. Um, <laughs> and when Ryan's confused, he gets defensive. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Allie's speaking from experience. <laughs> all right. Other players. We've, we've stumped him, Allie. Other, stumped. Other players on the Avs um, that we haven't got to yet. We got Kadri. Well, we haven't gotten Miko Rantanen. Ah. Uh, Insanely talented. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, JJ? No. No, because Miko... Maybe JJ you know, in a year. Maybe. Like, Miko has let... He didn't end up finishing it off, but there was a, a season where I think he ended up getting hurt, but he was leading the entire NHL in points. So, like, he's a beast beast. I think it's more Cortland. I'm saying JJ in a year. All right. Because I think he has more of that potential. Okay. So, some projection here. Um, Miko, we got Landy, we got Mac, we got Kadri... We need, like, a nuke, Valerian Chushkin, mm. high draft pick, <laughs> didn't pan out somewhere else, comes into a system that really suits him and flourishes. Boy, you'd almost hope this is future Randy Gregory. Yes. A high draft pick, yeah, he was a, he was a second-round pick. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of if there's any failure, failure guys at an old spot that the Broncos now have. This was something that Vic Fangio said he was going to do yeah. a bunch, and Didn't I don't think he ever executed on that. No. Um, 
trying to Anyone think on along. The offensive line, no. DJ Jones was undrafted. He, yeah, and he was successful. Right, right. Um, I don't think there's a Ronald Darby, but I mean, he was success. He got ten million dollars to come here. Kareem Jackson. Yeah, but I, you wouldn't say that he was. He wasn't unsuccessful. No, I think it's Randy Gregory. I think Randy Gregory is the closest one there. I think we were, didn't we already give Randy Gregory? No, we said he was in contention to be right. Kadri. Right, exactly. But I think this is a better comp from him. And Ryan, I got to say, doing these comps a month ago, I think for Bednar, may have been saying, uh, hope he's not John Fox. Because what would that mean? Is he got this team just to the pinnacle. But they needed someone else. But they needed someone else to come in. And I think there was a legitimate belief in town that, boy, if they don't get this, especially if it's second round or, or before, maybe it's going to be a, a parting of the ways between those. Great for Bednar that he has overcome that. And Mike he's Shanahan, got, he's potentially looking at Mike Shanahan right now. He's on the precipice of entering Mike Shanahan territory yep. while still not completely out of the woods of being John Fox. You think one, only one? Oh, because he had... Because it's not done. Yes. Right, right, right. Yep, 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 yep. yep. He's got to get it done. And then, you know, I think the Shanahan comp is interesting. How many years – what year did Mike Shanahan come to the Broncos? Was it 96? No. Cause, 90, no, yeah, it wasn't 96. Was it 95? No, I think it was even – I think it was earlier than that. Um, but I think it took him a little bit of time mm-hmm. um, to get over the hump. So And he had a lot of ta- – both teams, so much talent. Right, right. Yeah, that's an interesting one. The thing about Bedsy is I don't think there's a great comp for a Broncos coach because he, you know, first of all, has been through it all. Um, he was the, co- you know, his first season is a 48-point season. We talked about this last week, I think. That's essentially a zero or one win season in the NFL. Oh, that is incredible. And there were people who said he should be fired then. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, Joe Sackick stuck by his side. Brought him all the way from there to where they are now. And I, I think it's such a great lesson in sports to, if you hire someone, you believe in them. Yeah. You cannot change your mind so quick. Right. Now, there's also change, you know, don't hold on if you know it's wrong. Yep. But I think one thing that Joe Sackick did is, first of all, a 48-point season in the NHL, a lot has to go against, you know. There was injuries. There was crazy, like, just bad luck for the Avalanche that season. And I think it was important. Joe Sackick knows better than anyone. Is this the coach's fault? Is he doing something very wrong? Or is this just part of the process? He was smart enough to know that uh, it was just part of the process and stuck with him. But I think the instant gratification part of sports has ended up with a lot of coaches being fired before they had a chance to do it. And I, I love the same thing with Mike Malone. You know, the Nuggets have stuck by Mike Malone this long because they believe he's doing the right things. And so just firing a coach, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Who knows that better than the Nuggets who fired George Carl for Brian Shaw <laughs> yeah. and went into the dumpster. Yep. And also with, with the head coaching hire, regardless of what sport it is, as a general manager, outside of like a quarterback – that's the biggest hire you're going to make. So if you fire someone right away, you're admitting massive failure. And Ryan, come on, Wikipedia. Well, what are we doing here? Can we help oh. Mike Shanahan out a little bit? Well, this, this is his photo? 
Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of glad that he's not uh, smiling. <laughs> That's a staple of his, though. You got to get the teeth in there. Uh, I mean, I guess he's wearing the orange. That's the Ring of Fame jacket. Honestly, but, he looks like a badass old NFL coach. Uh, right there. Yeah, he just he looks pissed. I think I think the smile is part of Shani's uh, Shani's game, man. They've got the white hair. We don't need a current photo. No, no, we like, absolutely let's get a side exactly photo. exactly. We need one of those. And he came back to be the coach of the Broncos, the head coach in '95. So it really only took one year to really and get rolling. It's hard to like know what year was what in the NFL, but I believe it's, yeah, it's 95, so that's 95, 96, right. which is the year the Broncos were the one seed and lost to the Jags. No, I think that was actually technically the 96 season. So that's 96, That was in 96. 97 because then the no. 98, they won it in. No, because they won 96, 97 and 97, 98 season. Right. So this is 95, no, 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 96, no, no, or no, this no, is 94, no. 95? No, no, no. They won 97, 98, and 98. The Super Bowl was in 99. Oh, right, because you don't skip. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. right. So I was skipping one. Okay, all right. So I there, this. What, was the, what was the 95 season then? What was his first year? Um, yeah, can we just... Can we just do uh, football all in one year? So just it's easy. give it a year. Whatever. Oh my gosh! Call it the year that it started in. It's, yes, exactly. Okay, first year under Shanny, eight and eight. Now it's oh, it's not okay. it's not one and fifteen, but uh, not great by any means. And then the next year, that thirteen and three season. Then of course we know what happened the following two years. So it took him two years um, to win it. Yep. To win it. It's, that's I mean his closest comp would probably be. Not even though, but Coobs, like it was, he was just one, you know, one, one way. I got, he was pretty much just one and done. Though. Wait, Shanny and Coobs yeah. are the closest comp? Yeah. But even then. He inherited Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, Mike Shanahan inherited John Elway. Coobs is an unreal thing. It is. It is. It's just like he walks in and wins. Yep. And then walks and then out. And walks out. And then kind of walks back in again. And then maybe walks, really walks back in. But then last second, there's a massive yeah, change was, of heart. What a weird situation that was. Very weird. And now his kids with the organization. All right. Uh, any other any other players that I think, like I was thinking like Burakovsky, really electric. Oh, gosh. That's like really role player -y, but clutch at the same time. Clutch role player. Nick Benito, I mean, it's what you hope he would be. Obviously, we're not we're we're not going off of anything there. Um, clutch role player. Um, Albert O. I was trying to think like a slot receiver, but it doesn't really exist for this team. That's like a, you know, like a Brandon Stokely, like move right. the chains kind of guy. Right. Happy, it's his birthday, by the way. Happy birthday! Happy Stoke. birthday, Brandon Stokely. Um. I don't know if there's a JT Comfort on this team. Yeah, that one's tough. And I like how we just haven't mentioned any linemen because, eh. yeah. Who <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll give a shout-out to Garrett Bowles since he actually was Eric a hockey Tomlinson. player. Eric <laughs> Yeah, seriously, man, that's doing the dirty work. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's the kind of guy that JT mm -hmm. is. Um, there's there's too many, like, guys like that. Like, there's, like, seven guys who fit that exact, like, role. Right, right. Just, you know, clutch role player, like Cogliano, uh LOC, like there's just so many guys that you're right. asking to just play really hard. Right, right. Doesn't right. really fit for football. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. All right. I think we've got most of the main guys. I think so. Sam Gerard, but he's not even part of this, sadly. 
Yeah, I think I think we did get most of the main guys, Ryan, but something we have not touched on is if the Avs win, you got to check out our friends over at FOCO because they are going to have awesome merchandise and collectibles celebrating the Avs next cup. Don't worry, I'm touching wood. If and when it happens. And right now, you can go and get a throwback 1996 newly released Joe Sackick Stanley Cup celebration bobblehead or find any officially licensed Avalanche gear over at FOCO. And if you are on YouTube, in fact, you need to hop over to YouTube to go find their link in the comment section or in our description below, and you'll get 10% off by clicking on that and using the code DNVR over. They have so many cool things over there. We've got a lot of cool things in our merchandise. So do they. So check them out over at FOCO. Click the link in our description, and you'll get 10% off over at FOCO. Awesome. Also got to check out our friends over at Athletic Greens. I actually forgot to take my Athletic Greens today. Shame me. Wow, um, I can tell the glow's not I know. There. Can't yep. you? Don't I look so yep. dimmed? Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> you got to get your AG in. Uh, it'll get you glowing. Uh, it'll get you feeling good. Um, you know, it's funny. I brought this up the other day, but I said it's like you start your day with a dub. Like you just you that you once you've taken your athletic greens you're like wow i've i've really done something today yeah um and then someone then said how could you say that and then be against making your bed in the morning it's the same thing (laughs) but i don't think it is making your bed doesn't actually accomplish anything whereas having your athletic greens actually you're like there's tangible benefits to it we're talking gut health we're talking getting your you know your uh a supplement of fruits and vegetables so many great benefits of using athletic greens and each morning it's cheaper than your cup of coffee and better for you than your, than a cup of coffee. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos to get in on this deal. And they're going to hook you up with a free one year supply of immune, immune supporting vitamin D and five, free travel packs with your first purchase that's athleticgreens.com slash broncos and look at that awesome collectible that you can get over at foco joe sackick holding up the cup and it's limited only 200 of these so click on the link in the description young joe those are sick yeah those are those are really cool a lot of bobbleheads here yes we do i had this one when i was a kid this one actually might be mine oh i uh i just found a bobblehead of troy tulowitzki with his head popped up oh tough yeah tough yeah it it is tough but what's not tough is hopping into the comment section and talking to the people do we have any super chats no super chats so let's jump in first one coming in from mmm tastes good been there been here since the bsn days first time comment just because y'all sold me on the abs let's go never watched hockey before but i'm locked in go abs but broncos country is still king lol okay what is going on in this country that so many people, I mean, dozens of people over the last few weeks are telling me they've wa- they're watching hockey for the first time. What are we teaching our kids? <laughs> How are we not watching hockey at younger ages? And everyone who wa- I have yet to hear someone actually, I have one friend who said I tried to watch it, I don't like it, which is pure insanity to me. Um, but almost every single person I talked to is like, "Wow, I watched hockey for the first time, and it is electric." We were at a birthday dinner the other night. This girl was there, and she's like, I discovered last night that I love hockey. Watch it for the first time. It's awesome. We got to do a better job. Parents, show your kids hockey. This stuff is it is such a great sport. Man, Ryan, you're going to have this conversation for a long time because now it's not even on TV for people to watch. So you're saying show kids, show, kids your, 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 show kids hockey. They can't unless they check out 
uh, Ivaca TV. And also, I think it's just it's a harder sport to get into as a kid, literally by playing. Yeah. Because you can't just go outside and play unless you're in Minnesota. And it, it involves so much equipment. You have to travel to in order to go play. So I think that's, that's also, a hard part of it. the barrier to entry is really high. Not even talking about cost, which is a problem. Uh, just the cost of all the gear yeah. is a lot. But I just mean like... You, it t- you have to practice ice skating for like a year before you can even attempt to play hockey. Yep, it's a really good point. But that being said, it is such a great spectator sport. Maybe I just have really good eyes. I don't understand that I can't follow <laughs> the puck thing. Um, or maybe it's just because my eyes are trained because I've been watching hockey since I was a little kid. I do think it gets easier, for sure, the more you watch to follow it. So but I don't think you're you, trained. Like you see their stick move and then you see people where the just get hdtv 4k 8k ah. now they're making just just get that high res i'm in on the like it just takes practice though. yeah that i means, think so. so just keep watching yep keep watching and maybe you only have one more game left Touch it is wood. funny though people who watch like adults it's weird to say that um who watched <laughs> hockey in the 90s when they experimented with the ring around the puck. Yeah. Um, who aren't like big hockey fans are like, yeah, I missed that thing. Yet everyone who's like a, a true puck head, if you yeah. will, <laughs> is like, oh, thank God they got rid right, of that right. garbage. Right, right, right. And is that how you are? Um, I definitely don't want that on the screen. But for the casual fan, if you're trying to get more people into it. Maybe there's a second channel. Mm, like, you know. Yeah. ESPN does 14 different yep. streams for the college football playoff. Why can't we do two for the hockey? Here's the one for beginners. Yeah, that's fair. I like it. Next one coming in from Melbourne Bronx says, my boys, no more squirrels, koalas, or uh, chlamydia for me. Yeah, there was uh, wow. apparently, according to a commenter yesterday, koalas are chlamydia ridden. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. Wow. It says yesterday was an awesome show. Great job, you and Hank. Uh, he says since I've been listening to you guys, I've adopted the Nuggets. Although I'm not much of a basketball fan, switched from an Oilers to the Abs. Let's go. Reinforce my love for the Broncos, and the world looks brighter already. Sorry, Rockies. Nobody can make me change from the Cardinals. Can't wait until Saturday Melbourne time to watch the Abs win it all. Cheers. Um. Yeah. I. I I'm not gonna be able to sell you on the Rockies, but I'll take <laughs> Abs and Nuggets. Yep. Yep. That's great. We've That's done great. we've done some good work, Ryan. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah, we're we're creating converts all over. The <laughs> we are all I over the world. I love it. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Says great overtime win for the Avs. Look at this. People here in our community talking about Avs. I love it. Can't wait till it's Broncos playoffs. Everyone is celebrating together. That goal in OT was strange in that the broadcast didn't seem to know it. It went in until the Avs all went out to celebrate and the announcers could see the replay. Has there been a fun Broncos win like that you guys can think of where the Broncos won, but it was a delayed realization? Man, I don't think it's even possible because football is so cut and dry. It's probably why it's such an easy sport to watch compared, <laughs> right, right. you know, to, to hockey. Um, I guess I can't say I, I can always see the puck because I certainly couldn't see it last night <laughs> when it was in the back of the net. If it would have had a glowing ring on it, you would have seen it. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. There's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looks like a halo on Vascal FC's head. How did they even do that? Was it someone's job to like? Trace no way. Well, I, I'm thinking now it's easy technology. Just slap that on and like yeah. technology does it. But back then, maybe someone was following it. I have no idea. I doubt it. But, um, <laughs> A delayed realization on the Broncos winning. 
I can't think of Broncos, but uh, Matt Holiday sliding into home. Yeah. I think everyone in Denver kind of went crazy. But then you did kind of have to be like, oh, wait, bring it back to reality for a second and be like, did he, is he safe? Did, did he definitely touch? Is he good? Right. And there was a little bit of a delay in the umpire calling him safe. Right, so right, there's right. like, everyone's holding their breath for <laughs> yeah. half a second, yeah. you know? Um, and kind of, I mean, not as big of a moment, but a massive, massive moment in overtime. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think of the Broncos, like, like a, a field goal that barely snuck in or barely snuck out. Like, was there, I, is there one where maybe, Oh, you know what? Wasn't there a Jason? El- I want to say there was a Jason Elam game winning field goal against the Raiders in overtime where it kind of went over the top of the mm. goalpost and it wasn't, um, immediately clear whether it went in so then it had to pan to the referees that's a good one that's a good one i want to say i remember that from like i don't know oh seven ish all i can think about when thinking about Maybe broncos earlier, playoffs 05. is dt and tebow to dt but everyone knew right then yeah, the stadium got, was going nuts as soon as he got past the yeah. safety he yeah. kind of knew yeah oh man i can't get that out of my mind and i love it Next one from Denver Rivals who says, Hey guys, I cannot believe we're three days away from the Alzheimer's Association Denver Rivals game. We're still looking for women and coaches of any gender to join the fun this Sunday. If Avs win on Friday, hope to see a ton of the DNVR fam here. Let's hope the Avs win it all in five games. So the Broncos made a run to the Super Bowl this year. What teams do you think would play in their path? I personally have two predictions depending on if they win the division and get the first seed. And if they are a wild card or play in the round, not as the first seed. Uh, if they're not the first seed, I see them playing the Bengals at home in the divisional round. They'd play the Bills in a shootout at home for the AFC Championship. For the Super Bowl, it's a rematch of an old AFC foe versus the Broncos versus Buccaneers for Super Bowl 57. Another Denver versus Tampa Bay. Mm. Uh, or, sorry, versus Tampa. That's not the <laughs> name of the city. Um, if they play in the wild card round, the path would be similar. They would play the Chiefs on Wild Card Weekend, then the Bengals, and then the Bills. Abs and five, DNVR fam. Uh, for the last time of the season, please support Denver Rivals. Wait, wait, wait. Explain Tampa to me. The name of the city there is no not Tampa Bay. The name of the city is Tampa. Tampa Bay is simply a bay off of the city of Tampa. This is Ryan's favorite conversation. No way. Yes, and it's the dumbest thing ever, which is why I tweeted before the series – some teams support states. So some teams represent states. Some teams right, represent right, cities. Right, right. The Lightning simply represent a body of water. Ah, I get it now even more. Which is wow. probably why they're trying to turn their rink into a pond. Wow, very fitting. That is crazy. It I makes had no idea. No sense. I thought it was Tampa Bay. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't they be the Tampa Lightning? Yeah, or the Tampa Buccaneers. Why are they representing the Bay? And as I always say when I bring up this question, I looked and Green Bay is not just a bay off of the city of Green. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be cool is the Tampa Bucks. Tam- you know, because it just replaces the bay pretty well. Tampa Bucks. Tampa Bucks. Yeah. Uh, and they already changed them from the Tampa Bay Devil Rays to the Tampa Bay Rays. Just take out another word Tampa Rays. Tampa Rays. That sounds interesting. I think it sounds good. Like, it's a play on words with sun. And the uh, Tampa Rays. Ah, I like it. I'm just catching some Tampa Rays. I I like it. Did you see, speaking of Rays, did you see the 681 pound stingray that was uh, 
captured and then released earlier no. this week. Uh, somewhere, I don't remember where at all, 681 pounds. Um, it is the size of pretty much this carpet. The whole studio? Yeah, it's horrifying. That's badass, yeah. dude. Yeah. Think if you're in the ocean and you yeah. see that thing just flapping and, its wings. And the thing is, when they released it, it was incredibly murky water. So that thing could have come back and just boom, 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 got them all. I don't think it boom, boom. They don't get pe people. Their rays don't? Well, the they, sting? They do. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they yeah. don't like it. Oh, it's not like, yeah, it's not like immediate, immediate. Right. Well, but, it doesn't just like go around and just zap people. So like, you, you had about 10. More of a defense mechanism. It's true. It's true. You had about 10 people holding a tarp that it was on in order to weigh it. And then you had two people just holding the ray. So how did they get just it? Like, was stinger. it an accident? They accidentally caught it fishing or something? I th no, I think they I think they were, I don't know how they got it, but it was like intentional. Marine it biologists? Was, yeah, to weigh it, to see if it was the heaviest ever. And it was. <laughs> it was. It was a very, very weird thing. Just saw that in the news about a week ago. Um, but I had something also not about rays or any. Oh, who are the Broncos playing yeah. on their run to a Super Bowl? I've got the three teams. And Ryan, you're not going to like it. It's the Ravens. Okay. It's the Bills. Okay. And the Chiefs. Nope. Mm. It's the Chargers. Oh, my. The Chargers take care. <laughs> the Chargers take care of the Chiefs earlier in the playoffs as the Broncos are taking care of the Ravens. Mm, the only thing the Chargers are going to be taking care of is their wives <laughs> while they're at home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> or on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be taking care of their handicaps. Mm. Um, they'll be taking care of their lawns. Mm. You know, I hope we can enjoy this bit for years to come. They'll be I'm taking care of their children. I'm afraid that's not happening, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's very true, Allie. Yeah, well, you know, every relationship is different. <laughs> I clearly know how your relationship is. I, I, Just that's kidding. a mutual... Just uh, kidding. Um, so who are they playing? They are playing... It feels like they always have to play the Steelers, but uh, that's not happening. No. Um, I like Bengals. Mm, okay. I like uh, I like I like what you said about the Ravens. Okay. Also, oh, both teams in the AFC North make it. Okay. And the Chiefs. Mm. So neither of us have an AFC South team. I'm not a big believer in any of those teams. Um, uh, and we're missing – no, we're not missing a division. No, so I yes, guess we in are. This, in this world, I was saying only the Broncos and Chiefs make it from our division. I hope you're right. hope you're right. And yet I still have – I don't have a lot of confidence in the Chiefs. But it just feels like they're like the final boss right now. Right. And, and it's – that's fair. It, and then in the Super Bowl – if if they were to make a run to the Super Bowl this year, well, that was the question. That's not us predicting it. It's not Green Bay. I can guarantee you that. Is it a Bay, though? It is a Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, it's not a Bay. Oh. It's a Tampa. It's just a city. It's just a city, yeah. By a Bay. Yep. Um, that could be the Niners. It could be. <laughs> it could be, but no. It's um, not going to be the Niners. Who do we have there? There's I mean, no way Tom so... is going to another one. Uh, yes, there is. And then he's going to go out to the other bay, San Francisco, and win one with or go to one with them next year. Um, I mean, who even is there? We focus so much on the AFC because that's where all the talent is. You have Green Bay. You have Tampa. You see who I did there, Tampa. Um, you, you have uh, 
endless. I mean, who's like a team no led way by am I putting Saints there. Um, no way the am I. Cowboys put, is a team uh, that people like, n- but no, no, um, because they're led by yeah, McCarthy. The NFC East is a joke. Yep. Um, NFC South. Okay, just uh, no NFC South. NFC North. Vikings. No. No Bears. No. Lions definitely not. And NFC then, West. NFC so West. The yep. So the Rams, not Seahawks. Cardinals, no. They're, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. I think. You know, I I even more comfortable in Tampa because they weren't there last year. Just what more a motivation. Joke for Tom. of a conference. It is. It really is. Yep. Like a forty-nine-year-old quarterback or whatever he is is yep. still the best quarterback in your conference. And that's why he's smart. The year after, he's going to go and and play with the the 49ers to stay in the NFC. Legitimately, if Tom Brady was in the AFC, not thinking of his legacy, just this year, where does he rank in terms of quarterbacks? I mean. Definitely top five. He he should have been the MVP last year. But that's okay. Top and, and five. And I'm not even. Yes, absolutely. But he's behind Mahomes. He's behind Allen. Um. How is he not one? Because you're thinking of his career. No, 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 no. This he should have been the MVP last year. Why wasn't he? Uh, I, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. People people fell for him. People fell for the trick. I don't think he's one. I think maybe you make the case he's three. Behind Mahomes and Allen. Herbert's got to be in there. A Burrow would be before Herbert. No, 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 no. What are we doing here? <laughs> you have to play in a playoff game we, at least once. We we got we got to do a quarterback ranking. This we got to do a full quarterback ranking soon. 20 years from now, we'll be talking about <laughs> this. And instead of the conversation being about how Dan Marino never won a Super mm. Bowl, I'll be freaking out saying... <laughs> Justin Herbert never even won a playoff game. I certainly hope you're right. <laughs> he Ryan. never even played I, in one. I hope you're right, but I think you gotta you gotta take the blinders off a little bit. <laughs> never <laughs> Open made the playoffs. Open your eyes. Zach's over here telling me he's a Hall of Famer. I'm like, he never made the playoffs. He never had a winning record. <laughs> but he did throw for four thousand seven hundred yards. Every year. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. Today we will see you tomorrow at the DNVR bar. I expect to see every single person that's ever watched one of our oh, shows. Baby, get here for the Avs rush. All right, we'll see you then. Um, have a great rest of your day, and go Avs. <laughs>